0: You're listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Uh, no. No, yet Facebook collects that type of data from us all the time. This data collection is at the heart of the latest skirmish between Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook and Tim Cook's Apple. Most people know that websites track you and collect data by using things called cookies, but did you know that your phone apps track you too? Apple phones use a system called the IDFA, or ID for Advertisers.
1: The ID for, or Identify for Advertisers, is supposed to be quite a private way of tracking people because it doesn't take personal information.
0: Cybersecurity and privacy journalist, Kate O'Flaherty, explained to me that this is a unique ID assigned by Apple to each device that allows apps to track a user's activity such as downloads, clicks, and purchases. It's
1: quite useful for people who are advertisers to see what campaigns work for what types of people
0: but the problem is
1: a lot of people don't know they're being tracked in this specific way but when they find out that they are they do feel that well I don't want this to be happening.
0: And so Apple's latest update, iOS 14, includes the app tracking transparency feature. On the new iOS, an alert pops up when apps want to track you. Not only does this make users aware as to what's going on, but they will now have to explicitly give consent in order for apps to track their activity.
1: We can then make an informed... Decision about
0: what we want. One of the benefits that comes from apps tracking us is that we get things like personalized ads targeted specifically to us. Inside apps like Facebook, this allows businesses to find the exact target demographic and tailor ads specifically to them. To find excited people who will stop and say, That's cool. Find good ideas for everyone. Some people like this. I like it that web companies know me and direct me to things I'm interested in." Many say this because they don't understand the trade-offs that they're making by getting these personalized ads. Snowden explained these trade-offs to Stossel in their interview. When actually confronted with an explicit choice, do you want personalized ads if it means allowing apps to track you, experts expect about 7 out of 10 users will say no. Facebook doesn't find this very amusing.
1: Apple's attacking directly Facebook's business model. This could really hurt revenues for Facebook, who relies on advertisers, and obviously the advertisers themselves.
0: Facebook gets 80% of its total revenue from targeted ads, and Apple maintains that Facebook's business model prioritizes ad revenue over users' privacy. If we accept as normal and unavoidable that everything in our lives can be aggregated and sold, then we lose so much more than data we lose the freedom to be human
1: I do completely agree with him. We all have a right to privacy. We all have a right to know what's happening with our data. And I think the most important thing is that transparency. And Apple is pushing that transparency.
0: Apple has for a long time been renowned for their stance on privacy. After the Snowden revelations, they began encrypting all of their devices by default. In 2015, they refused to build a backdoor into their iPhones. The latest iOS 14 is filled with all kinds of other enhanced privacy upgrades too. For example, privacy labels.
1: In the app store, you're able to see in that app what data the app collects um, and what data is connected to you. And it's very interesting to see the kind of long list of data that, for example, Facebook collects. It's crazy. Obviously, we know Facebook's collecting data. To see it written down on, you know, a label is, is fascinating. And
0: last week, they launched a new database of privacy labels on their website.
1: That's very useful because it helps people choose do I want to download this app and give this app all my data?
0: A focus on privacy permeates most of what Apple does.
1: Apple would tell you that it is trying to create a more privacy-centric world, but you must remember that this is also very advantageous to Apple as a brand to be associated with privacy.
0: Unlike Facebook, Apple doesn't rely on advertising to make their money.
1: Apple's got a very different business model. So therefore, Apple can afford to come out with these privacy things. It's making its revenue from, you know, the app store, the hardware it's selling, um, you know, because it owns the whole ecosystem. But others such as Google and Facebook have a very different business model. So when Apple does that, it really hurts them.
0: Facebook is even going so far as to claim that Apple is deliberately hurting them. They're reportedly considering legal action against Apple on the grounds of antitrust bullying. We increase. We see Apple um, as one of our biggest competitors.
1: They are competitors. You know, they are competing uh, for a lot of the same space. They're both offering messenger services. They're offering video services. You can see why it would help Apple to get Facebook out of the market.
0: If apps like Facebook lose advertising for their income, they will have to find other ways to make money, potentially by charging for the app. And Apple would get a cut of this. Some suspect that Apple is trying to compel free apps to adopt subscription models instead of ads so that they make more money.
1: There is the old saying in privacy that, if you're not paying for the product you are the product so maybe if that could get into people's mindsets they would be more prepared to pay for it so I don't have to give up my data but I have to pay for an app or a service that isn't necessarily a bad thing if people are paying for apps I mean that means that they're paying to use the product rather than having you know the data collected about them and having the app free.
0: Zuckerberg insists that just because you're paying more for something, it doesn't mean that it's better. It's important that we don't all get Stockholm syndrome and let the companies that work hard to charge you more convince you that they actually care more about you. Because that's that sounds ridiculous to me.
1: He would say that, you know, he's desperately trying to save his company. They've been caught out not looking after data, they've been hacked multiple times. Um, and involved in scandals.
0: Apple seems to be doing a much better job protecting users, but perhaps they're just using privacy as a marketing ploy.
1: At the end of the day, everybody's selling a product, whatever that product is, and the users should be at the center of that in terms of what they want and what their privacy is. People do care about that and that is helping them to sell products. So, you know, everyone wins in a way. It is good that Apple's raising the standards.
0: Raising the standards in this era of mass data collection by making the industry more transparent.
1: People shouldn't be manipulated into giving away data or tricked into doing it. Once people understand that data is a trade-off, and there is monetary value in that data, and some people will sell it, some people won't, the ideal thing would actually be to give people a choice.
0: To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, bitshoot or library.io. Hey, I'm a Bitcoin, I'm scaring, I'm scaring.